Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. I love all Paul's books that he wrote. I love listening to his truth and knowing that he came from a life that was that was uh, beating up on Christians and tearing them down and was certainly not a believer at all until Jesus Christ had an experience with Paul. And Paul recognized finally the power of Almighty God, and Paul became a tremendous minister for the things of God. And he wrote to the different churches. He wrote to all the different churches. I mean, in the New Testament, there's church after church that he went to and he ministered to, and he had he had his fellow comrades minister to, and it was amazing. You know, he went to, in Rome he ministered, he, in, in Corinth and in Galatia and Ephesus and Philippi and Colossae. He ministered to all these different people. He wrote much of the New Testament, and the power of God led him. Today I want to share just a little bit out of the book of Ephesians. So if you would join me today, first let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, open our heart and our mind to your truth. May your truth truly set us free. May we see the biblical truth that you have for us. May we respond to it. May we not only be listeners, but we'd be doers of the word of God. Oh God, I thank you for these listeners. I thank you for their lives. Lord, I certainly don't know most of them, but you do. And I thank you, Lord, that they take time to listen to Christian radio, to try to be fed by pastors and leaders that try to teach God's word. Lord, I pray that I would teach truth, the truth of the Word of God. And God, if I ever say anything contrary to your Word, I pray you would wake me up in a hurry. Slap me silly so I will see the power of God and recognize my fault. Because God, I want to be honest and true before you. And I want people to know you powerfully. I pray these sayings in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, listen to this third chapter of Ephesians. For this reason, I, Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you and Gentiles, surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. That is the mystery made known to me by the revelation, as I have already written briefly. I am reading this, then you will be able to understand the insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to people other than generations that it has now been revealed to by the Spirit of God's holy apostles and prophets. This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and shares together of the promises in Christ Jesus. So he's talking about being led by people that God has used to minister to them. You know, the apostles, the leaders over the course of time wanted everyone to know Christ, not just Jews, Gentiles, everyone to know the power of Jesus Christ. He says this in verse 7, I became a servant to the gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the uh, working of his spirit. I like that, through the gift of God's grace, through the working of his spirit. Remember when he was on the road and when he was blinded and then was able to see Jesus and his life was transformed because he didn't believe. It was a traumatic experience. He was blind until Jesus healed him of the blindness and showed him the way and showed him how to lead people. And he he was a very brilliant man. He was trained by Gamaliel, the great teacher. He was a very brilliant man, but he did not understand Jesus Christ. He did not believe in Jesus Christ itself, only God Almighty. And then he found out 
about Jesus and found out there's only one way to God, and that is through Jesus Christ, the Word of God tells us. He says, although I am less than the least of the Lord's people, this grace was given to me to preach the Gentiles in boundless riches in Christ. He said he was least because, you know what, he, he, he dishonored Christians. He did everything he could against Christians, so he called himself least. He was a very humble man. And he recognized the grace of God, God's unmerited favor on his life, how God saved him. He recognized that. He knew that God brought him out of deep destruction, that God led him to a path of righteousness to change the world. And Paul changed the world for Jesus Christ. He taught people. He taught evangelists. He taught people to come to know Christ and led them. And great revivals took place because of the power of God. And he says this, and he, to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery, which for ages past was kept hidden by God who created all things. His intent was now through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms according to his eternal purpose that he accomplished in Christ Jesus. In him, through faith in him, we may be a, approach God with freedom and confidence. I ask you, therefore, not to be discouraged because of the sufferings for you, which are your glory. He wanted them to be encouraged, to know the power of God was alive and well and was transforming. People of God, have you allowed Jesus Christ to transform your life? Are you allowing the Spirit of God to direct you in everything you do and to open up doors that would never have been opened before? I hope you are. He wrote a prayer for the Ephesians. He said, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and earth derives its name. He said this, I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through the spirit of your inner being, strengthen you through power, through the Holy Spirit of God in your life, so that Christ may dwell in your being. You know, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide, how long, how deep the love of Christ is, and to know that his love surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Then he says this, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory to the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. What a great prayer. The Apostle Paul praying for the church at Ephesus that you, together, Lord's people, grasp how wide, how long, how deep the love of Christ is. People of God, put that in context to where you go to church. I pray that the Spirit of God gets a hold of the people at Cloverdale Church of God and moves powerfully and gives them the depth and the length of the love of God. I pray that the Spirit of God gets a hold of the people at Second Baptist, 
that they get a hold of the people and the people respond to the power of God. I pray that the power of God gets a hold of the Catholic people. I pray this power of God gets a hold of the Lutheran church over by our church, that the Spirit of God moves powerfully. I pray that the Spirit of God moves powerfully in every one of your churches that you attend. And this radio show is broadcast to many people, and you all attend many churches. And you know what? If they're teaching the Word of God, if they're teaching God's truth— the Spirit of God will abound. And we need to know the strength and the depth of what, who God is. To surpass the knowledge, we need to be filled with the full measure of God. There's no greater desire than I have is to know that the churches in the Treasure Valley are so filled with the Spirit of the living God. And they are moving. I, in a few minutes, I'm hoping uh, Mark Thornton from Capital Christian is going to stop by, and I can have an interview with him because we want to talk about I Heart Treasure Valley. And I'm really excited. And let me tell you something. Mark Thornton is a man filled with the Spirit of God in his church, Capital Christian. They serve the living God, and, and they allow the Spirit of God to move in their lives. And there are so many churches in the Treasure Valley, so many great pastors and leaders. And you know what? And you go to one of them. I'm sure many of you go to one of them. You go. You get involved. You step it up. You allow the Spirit to use you in your church. Let's together come together and have our churches reach out to the lost and reach this world for Jesus. That's what we have to do. We have to be on the same page. There's nothing I hate worse than having somebody start telling me, our church is the best church. Our church is better than your church. This is the only church. I tell you, the only church is for is those who believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of the living God and live by his holy word. That is the church. That is the church. I've been taught that my whole life. I've read that in the word of God my whole life. Those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved. We are the church. Let's be the church together. Let's make a difference in this world. Let's come together and ask God to direct our lives. I know if we do that, he will do like the scripture said. He will do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. More than we even ask in our prayers. More than we can fathom. More than the ideas that even come to us. The power of God will work within us and we will see incredible things happen. He said to him be the glory in the church in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. May God work in the lives of our churches. People, you have an opportunity to step it up. You have an opportunity to step it up in your church. And I'm not telling you to come to my church. You can come to Cloverdale Church of God if you don't have a church family. And if you live out in uh, down Cloverdale and Amity area, I'd love to have you stop in. But you know what? I'm just glad most of you are involved in a good Bible-believing church that's teaching the Word of God. Get behind your church. Get involved. Get involved in children's ministry. Get involved in youth ministry. Get involved in adult ministry. Get involved in the missions. And for goodness sakes, give what God has given you back to the church so the church can prosper and help people and take care of people and take care of needs. If you will do that, I promise you, you will see the power of God unfold in your life in such a powerful way. You're going to say, what happened to me? What happened to you is this. You have started honoring God first and foremost, and the power of God has taken over your life, and you are moving and working and helping changing the world. Every one of our churches should be growing, should be reaching out to people, people that so need loved. Does your church love people? When they come through the door, do they sense the love of God? 
I hope so. I pray that in my church. I pray it all the time. I had someone that came to Easter service, and in the first service they had told me, said, we have never felt so loved as we have in your church. And I thought, well, praise God. I hope that our people are doing that because we've got to love people. You know, in fact, if we're going to see the kingdom of God move forward, we've got to love people in the kingdom. We're not the judge. Jesus is the Lord. God is our judge. We don't have to judge people. We just want to love them and encourage them and know that we've all sinned and fallen short. We need the power of God. People, let's go out. Let's make a difference. Let's be difference makers for the kingdom. Lord bless you. Have a great day. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.